Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. So, are you married or in a long-term committed relationship? If so, I would hope that you enjoy spending time with your significant other. But just how much time? What if instead of just a handful of waking hours before and after work, you woke up together, you worked together, you traveled together, you went sightseeing together, and then to top it all off, while at work, you had to pretend to be another married couple, together. For this episode, I spoke to the real-life husband and wife team playing the fictional husband and wife team at the center of the musical Something Rotten. As the first national tour of this delightful new musical comedy begins to wrap up, I spoke with Maggie Lakis and Tony nominee Rob McClure, who play B and Nick Bottom. The hilariously talented couple have not only been a couple for approaching 13 years, but they've been working together fairly regularly for 13 years as well. Something Rotten is the fifth show and second national tour that they've been on together. In our conversation, we not only discuss Something Rotten, but also what life is like on the road for a married couple, how their years of playing opposite each other has mirrored their own maturation, and much more. Maggie, Rob, and the entire company of Something Rotten, including Tony nominee Adam Pascal, Josh Grizzetti, Autumn Hurlbert, Blake Hammond, and more, are currently at Atlanta's Fox Theater and will be here in Orlando at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts from April 24th through 29th before concluding the tour in West Palm Beach, Charlotte, North Carolina, and finally Providence, Rhode Island. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Maggie Lakis and Rob McClure. So first off, thank you again. Um, you guys are in in Memphis right now, I believe, right? Yes, that's right. Things uh, a, a little warmer than it has been for you. I think you guys have been in yes. some cold weather places. <laughs> exactly. We we were we were coming from Minneapolis, so we are. I think we finally found spring because it it wasn't finding us for a while there. Yeah. Oh, so you went from Minneapolis to Memphis. That's a that's an Orpheum to an Orpheum, right? That's exactly right. Yes, exactly right. Very cool. So for people who might not be familiar with something, right, I'm sure you guys have done this dozens of times each, but um, I, so I won't ask you to kind of give a, a breakdown of the show other than to say it's about a Shakespearean contemporary playwright who goes to Nostradamus to get a, a way to one up Shakespeare and hilarity ensues. Exactly. Yeah, I would say yeah. The the the, uh, the soothsayer. The most of the fun ensuing is that the the soothsayer is not the Nostradamus. Um, oh. It's a, a a distant family member who is not as reliable as the Nostradamus, and hence the hilarity. <laughs> of, of course. Beyond that, you know, I think a lot of people who have seen this show love it for all of the. Shakespearean references, all the musical references, as you guys have been taking this show across the country, yeah. where do you think this kind of uh, resonates for a theater audience? Oh, for sure. I mean, the the uh, what's really cool about the show and the way the show's been crafted is that if you love musicals and love Shakespeare, then obviously you're going to have a ball. But if you hate musicals and hate Shakespeare, um, they tend to also love the show as well, because as much as we're paying <laughs> tribute, we're also poking fun at those things as well. Yeah, and I'd also say that because it's a new show, it's not an adaptation of a book or a movie, and mm -hmm. it's not a revival. This show, what's great about it is that it tends to walk a nice line of being a brand new plot with brand new songs, but also having some 
familiar elements to it in that being like what it references it you know it references all these great classics so you stuff that you recognize and you kind of get a pat on the back for for recognizing these things and getting the joke uh, and going on this journey but at the same time you're seeing something brand new and and i think that it has everything that you'd want out of a musical theater comedy in it it's got like the beautiful costumes it has the fantastic production numbers great songs and most of all it's got great laughs yeah. Well, I, I heard Kevin McCollum, the producer, say at one point that with a name like Something Rotten, it's almost like you have to build the brand. And, and because it's not coming from an existing property, like you said, Maggie, it you have to inform people about what it's like so they don't feel like, oh, they have all those references in there, like you mentioned. But that's not mm-hmm. alienating. It's kind of just a little east, nice Easter eggs for people who might be more familiar with it. It is something that is accessible to people no matter what their theater IQ might be. That's exactly right. We, I cannot tell you how many, you know, uh, how many dudes from all over the country wait at the stage door to say, hey, you know, I go to the theater because my wife's really into it. Or, you know, I, my, my my parents have subscription tickets and they couldn't go tonight. So they gave me their tickets and um, and they just gush over what a great time they had uh, and how much they laughed and how much they were thrilled, and you know, to see it not knowing anything going in. Um, and it's a show that, you know, it's Casey Nicholas. So you're, you're talking about Book of Mormon. You're talking about Aladdin. It's a guy who knows how to take care of an audience and certainly make an audience laugh. Well, and I think part of that also might have to do with the cast that you guys uh, are a part of. Rob, some of those people you did the show with on Broadway as well. But it just seems like not only is it a great cast in terms of the talent, but it seems like you guys have a ton of fun offstage as well. Um, yeah. I, I had the chance to talk with uh, with Autumn Hurlbert about six weeks ago, right before the episode of The Price is Right aired. And it just <laughs> it just seemed and I watched it and it just seemed like you guys were going nuts, not only for that, but it just seemed like you guys have a ton of fun together with the shirts that I heard you got made uh, and all that <laughs> stuff. So it seems like just a, a fun group to be around, whether it's on stage or off. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a tricky thing. Uh, if you're putting together a company that's going to be traveling, you know, for 17 months and, and they did a, a great job. Um, we really are lucky there. It's a great group of people and we mesh very well. I mean, we haven't lost a single principal actor for this whole tour. We've all stayed. And I think that is a testament to the experience that we're having out here on the road, that we're having a good time doing the show and that we enjoy each other's company. So I think it's fantastic. We've, we've lost a few people in uh, along the way, but sure. like, but for the most part, I'd say, you know, the, the, the company has, has stayed pretty strong. Yeah. And it, I think uh, it, it is a, a crucial element about building a touring company because unlike doing a show on Broadway, uh, you know, it's funny. You do a show on Broadway. Everyone shows up at half hour. They do the show and then everyone goes home. And uh, on the road, you know, you go back to the same hotel. Uh, and then the next morning you go to the same place for brunch. And mm-hmm. then you go to the same like activity and you go to the same gym and then you show up to work. And then at the end of that city, you get on the same bus to the same plane to the same bus to the same next hotel. So if you hate each other, you're screwed because <laughs> um, uh, you're going to be spending a lot of time together. And uh, and this tour also knows how to take advantage of this wonderful opportunity that we've been given to travel the country. And speaking of that, I you know follow on, on Instagram, whatever, and see all the different things that you guys do. It seems like wherever you're at 
you do take the time to kind of go out and see things and do things that you wouldn't get a chance if you were, you know, back east all the time. Has there been anything that's stood out as a, as a great moment, either because it was something cool you got to see or just an experience you had either together, the two of you or with other cast members? Obviously, I would, I'm hoping the price is right is up there because that would be a dream come true oh. for me. But was there I anything else? Yeah, Price is Right was a great. I legitimately watched the Price is Right. So that was just <laughs> so much fun. Uh, today we went to Graceland and that was fantastic. Um, but I think we did a, a snorkeling trip pretty early. Oh, there was yeah, a, was we did a vlog about it for uh, um, Broadway.com. Mm -hmm. um, that was an amazing uh, trip. But uh, there was one day where we went on a bobsled. Oh, yeah. We, we, we rode the Olympic oh, wow. track in Salt Lake City on, the, on their bobsled. That was incredible. Um, I think one of my favorite memories is uh, we were traveling from Spokane, Washington to Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, and everyone uh, was signed up to fly, uh, and Maggie realized that we would be flying over um, Devil's Power, which is that big mountain from yeah. Close Encounters the third time, <laughs> uh, Crazy Horse, which is that giant monument, and Mount Rushmore, none of which we had been to before. So rather than fly, we took the flight reimbursement, and a couple of other friends in the cast jumped in, and we rented an RV, and we drove oh, cool. uh, so that we could stop at all those places, and uh, uh, you know us. Uh, next to our RV making s'mores at two o'clock in the morning in the middle of uh, uh -huh. national parks on our way through uh, the mid, uh, you know, the, the West of the country. It, it was, I, I'll never forget it. Some of my favorite memories. That's cool. And everybody loves s'mores. So that's a nice added bonus. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so I am actually, a, I'm like the one Broadway world full-time employee who doesn't live in New York. I'm in Orlando. So you guys are going to be here in a couple weeks. Uh, do you have any plans either officially or in mind for when you're here in this theme park capital of the world? Yeah. I mean, we are all diehard uh, theme park thrill seekers. So um, we are also huge Disney fans. So um, believe it or not, we all already have our tickets and we have already started booking our fast passes <laughs> very smart very smart um so yeah no we, we're we're obsessed so we we know we're already going to disney we know we're going to be visiting harry potter world uh universal yeah we're, i mean we are i guarantee you we will be hitting a park every day um and we did we did hit disney last time we were in florida because we went we played um mm -hmm. Fort Lauderdale and Tampa uh, right. last year, but uh, Avatar wasn't finished yet. Oh, uh, right, so yeah. now that now that that's open, we have to hit that up. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and also, but but I will say there is there is an importance to pacing yourself so that you can you know give a great show every night. So uh, there is there is that balance. Sure, sure. Well, I, you mentioned kind of the the flight reimbursements or taking an RV or on the buses and stuff. Yeah. I, I wonder for you two, as a married couple, how do you navigate this whole touring process? Do you spend most of the time either staying at the same hotels or traveling with the company, or do you take those reimbursements and maybe you know rent a car you know by yourselves and travel between cities or do an Airbnb? How do you, as a couple, decide? how much of this you're going to do by yourselves and how much you're going to do with the rest of the, the cast and crew. Um, you know, it's interesting. We don't necessarily have like serious conversations about like, we need to have some couple time. I think cause we spend so much time together. I think it just kind of happens naturally, but we do occasionally do Airbnbs sometimes just the two of us and sometimes with a few cast members. Um, so uh, it, I think it just kind of works itself out. Obviously like, 
you know, Valentine's Day, we'll have a, a date. And then every once in a while, we'll, we'll just say like, hey, let's have a date night or let's go out to breakfast and make, it'll be like a date, you know. Um, it's kind of like you're on a very long date, you know. Because <laughs> there's so much to do, <laughs> so much special time. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like because when you're on the road, you don't have to, you know, uh, you don't have to vacuum or dust or, you know, you don't have those <laughs> yeah, like right. jail chores to kind of like, you know, keep you overly busy, you, you have to find stuff to be busy with. And, you know, you have regular, like, emails and paperwork and that kind of stuff. But other than that, you, you know, you have your days free. So um, I think we've we found a nice balance. And we also find ways to, like, sometimes to be like, okay, you can go out tonight, but I'm tired and I'm going to stay in. So we know when to, like, have some, you know, me time for each other. One of the fun things uh, is uh, that we travel with our cat, our cat Nico. This is actually his second, oh, nice. uh, his second tour. He came with us on the Avenue Q tour ten years ago, um, so he has seen more of this country than most people. <laughs> <laughs> probably me. Yeah, I was gonna say he's probably seen more uh, than I have. I, and that that brings me back to something for people who might not be familiar with your long storied uh, uh, romance. Can you give us just a real quick? encapsulation of because i know you guys met doing a show you've been on tour together uh before and now you're touring again can you give us just a real quick summation of of the the, the theatrical rise and fall of this relationship yeah yeah sure so we uh we met doing a production of greece in 2005 we were duty and frenchie and uh that we clicked pretty immediately uh and then we started dating and maggie at the time was living down in philadelphia um, and I went and auditioned for a bunch of stuff because Philly's got a really incredible theater company, uh, theater scene there. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a lot of theater. Um, and I, uh, I lined up a bunch of stuff. So we, I moved down there. We started living together down in Philly. Um, and then, uh, we did a couple of shows together down there. And then, um, we, this is our fifth show, uh, together, uh, which over 12 years is pretty good. Yeah. I would say most couples in this business uh, are lucky if they get one or two. So uh, this is our our uh, our fifth. And the Avenue Q tour was kind of we joked that it was kind of a marriage trial test because <laughs> if you if, if you're gonna break up, it's at airport security with three three suitcases and a cat. Yeah. Like that's that's when it's gonna happen. So <laughs> when uh, when we got through touring together for two years, we knew. Uh, we knew we were compatible. So uh, about a year and a half into that tour of Avenue Q is when I proposed. And then uh, we were married in 09. Um, and then uh, we've been, still, we actually still live in Philly. Uh, we we right. love being based there. And then, uh, and then we got this awesome opportunity. And uh, we're actually going to work again in our sixth show together. As soon as this is done, we're opening the Muni's uh, centennial season uh, with their, for, they're doing the first production Jerome, of Jerome, yeah, Jerome Robbins. Robbins. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So speaking of that, you've been done, you know, done five, I'm going to do six shows together. And I'm sure it's different every time because you're at different points in your lives and different characters and stuff. But have you yeah. guys learned anything about your relationship after playing Nick and B's <laughs> relationship for like a year and a half? Has there been anything that's just kind of like clicked and go, oh, man, I didn't think about that before? I, I not so jokingly say that Nick is closer to me than I care to admit. Um, and uh, maybe don't admit that. that, Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. We'll we'll be in, you know, interviews and Maggie will say like, you know, uh, B just wants to help him and he's having pride issues and doesn't quite know how to let her help. And I, I'll be like, wait, we're still talking about the show, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, and, and I think that's been really cool is to see the, the roles and the couples that we're playing grow up with us. You know, we, we, we said Greece was horny teenagers. Uh, and now 10 years later, we're playing, you know, and then we were doing Avenue Q, which was about a young couple in love trying to figure out their way in the world and whether or not they wanted to commit to one another. And now we're playing a couple who's been married for 10 years and thinking about children. And it's uh, it's an amazing thing. It actually kind of chokes me up uh, playing all these characters who are growing with us. Yeah. Maggie, what about you? Have you seen anything from your perspective on the relationship? Yeah. I mean, uh, jokingly, I'd like to say that, like, he saves the day and, and that he uh, learns he has to he has to listen to his lady sometimes. But um, other than that, I mean, it's it's one of those things where every I think every relationship can identify with it because there's always like a, a trying to find your balance in uh, like where you're where you sit in the relationship and what, you know, where do you hold power? And I don't mean that in any sort of like maniacal way, but just right, like, right. Where, what are the things that, what can you, what do you bring to the relationship? I think every couple goes through that. And so I think that's what's something that, that really resonates with me. It's just negotiating where you sit and where you belong in the relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I, I love B as a character. So I'm, I'm super excited to see you guys here and see you do it in right hand man's no offense to all the other songs. It's my favorite song in the show. So I'm super excited. Oh, to, it's a great song. Oh, no it's offense so taken. It's my favorite song. Too. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a gift to sing that song every night. I mean, B is such a dream role. You get to sing this great song and then you get to be silly the rest of the show, you know, because yeah. she gets I get to play people play a person playing other people you know she plays characters she you know dons disguises like and uh so that is so fun yeah absolutely well i i know you guys have a show so i just have wrap it up on on this question here you mentioned you guys kind of mostly live out of philadelphia so after the tour wraps in a month or so or six weeks or however how long it is what do you what's next not necessarily professionally i mean you mentioned the muni but um but just are you planning on anything you know specifically that you want to do when you're not moving from one city to another every week or two we're building a roof deck yeah (laughs) yeah we we have uh we bought this house uh when we came back from the avenue q tour almost 10 years ago now and uh it's really really difficult to renovate a house yourself period but when you're an actor and an acting couple it's really hard because you think oh, let's redo that bathroom first. And you rip out that bathroom and you get a job. And then you say, (laughs) well, that bathroom is ripped out for the next three months. I'll try and put it back together when that show is over. Um, (laughs) So so luckily it's almost done. So uh, anytime we're uh, in between things, we love uh, sort of the DIY uh, DIY, uh, projects that await us at our house. We can't wait. Very cool. Well, thank you both so much. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, especially before a show. And I'm uh, so excited to see you both uh, here in Orlando in a couple weeks. Awesome. I hope we get to meet and shake your hand. I'd, I'd love Absolutely. to say hi. Sounds good. I'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Timonini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And you can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find Maggie on Twitter and Instagram at Maggie Lakis. That's M-A-G-G-I-E-L-A-K-I-S. And you can find Rob on Twitter at Rob McClure and on Instagram at McClure Rob. 
We will have links to all of that information, as well as how to get tickets to join me for the tour stop at the Dr. Phillips Center here in Orlando, in the show notes and on broadwayradio.com. Also, if you want to hear my conversation that we referenced earlier with Autumn Hurlbert about the company's trip to see the price is right, we will have that link in the show notes as well. Tell Me More is produced by me. Special thanks to Maggie Lakis, Rob McClure, Alice Smetherum, and the man without whom none of Broadway radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks for listening, and remember these three things. First, if you're ever in a fix and it's a fix you'd like to nix, then I'm your go-to guy. Second, always get that second scoop. And finally, when you get a chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>